This is the Amateur Skeptics Podcast number 218. I'm your host, Brian. Joining me this evening, Mac. Good evening, everybody. And Ian. No part of my body is presently glittered. That's, that's good to know. And uh, Mad Cat is with us. Yep. No barking up the wrong tree here. And Mr. Glitterballs himself, dumbass. I am here to sparkle and shine for you. Very good. How is everybody doing this evening? Oh, it's It's been an interesting has it? Yeah. Is anyone keeping up with the superb owl? Oh, well, okay. So here's the deal, right? So so this is the Super Bowl I think we've all been waiting for, right? Because, right, so this is Patriots versus the Ram. And we all remember 2002, right? No, I have no memory of okay. that year. It was Patriots versus the Rams, 2002. This was, this was Tom Brady's first Super Bowl. They went in as the underdogs and came out on top. And this time, the roles are reversed. They're go, we're going into this, to, to this Super Bowl 2019, and, and the Patriots are favored. Can this be the Rams' revenge? Okay, so hold on. Hold yeah, on yeah, second. yeah. Okay, go ahead. So so is this like the season finale of, of football this year? Yes, this is, yes. That, I think that's, oh, I think okay. that, yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't watch the rest of the season. Is it going <laughs> to end on a cliffhanger, like usual? Um, it never ends on a cliffhanger. Never. There's always, a, there's, I think there's pretty much always a winner. Are uh, they going at ramming speed? Uh, well, but you know, which it, team can sports better, right? Which sports ball is better, but here's the thing, you know, Tom Brady, last time he was here, we had to flake gate, right? We, you know, the, so yep. the cheaters are back. Yeah. How is he going to be able to perform in the Super Bowl with his deflated balls? Well, <laughs> I, I don't know. Are they glittered? Are they glittered? I, <laughs> I mean, I, that sounds uncomfortable to me. Ah, uh, yeah. No, I, I went move the thing towards the other thing. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry <laughs> about that. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't learn just enough for to, for that. I know nothing more than what I just told you. <laughs> so apparently, apparently, according to George Carlin, I you know me personally, the only sports that I'm interested in are the sports I understand, and the sports I understand are not sports. You know, for instance, you know, apparently, apparently, fencing and archery are not sports because you can't bet on them. Because when was the last time you went out and made a fucking fencing bet? I don't know, but you've been talking George Carlin lately. I'm yeah. willing to bet. I'm willing to bet you could bet on. I think I you could. Not. Why? Why couldn't you? Considering everything we gamble on, yeah. yeah if we, we could bet on almost anything, if you can gamble on horse racing, you can gamble on fencing. If you can gamble on, you can gamble on chess. Why not? You can. That's it's nothing. All, it's always seemed to me that there's nothing more boring than watching two other people play any game. That's true. Yeah. You mean like curling? Oh, Andy. yeah, you guys are Canadian. Curling's like your um, second <laughs> big game the up there, isn't it? If right you after national, hockey? Uh, I, don't, I personally don't care much for it, too much kneeling. <laughs> I like, I think uh, people look good on their knees. I uh, I was listening to the Comedy Channel today, and they were talking, they had a clip from Craig Ferguson on there, and he was talking about there's only two peop- there's only two groups of people that you can actually make fun of these days. Those are Nazis and Canadians. And the Nazis, because they're Nazis, but Canadians, because they understand that it's a joke. Yeah, right. <laughs> Canadians are wonderful people. They have nothing to do with the Nazis. They're wonderful, peaceful, polite people until you give them hockey sticks. <laughs> well, you could say that. Just don't get in front of us. <laughs> you could say that. I was watching another comedian recently who said that gingers were the ones who uh, you could still make fun of. 
Well, mm. you know, the English are really nice until well, you give them you soccer balls. The, you have to be careful with the gingers because if you upset them too much, they steal your souls. I really don't get the ginger. Good point. Meat. Good point. <laughs> I don't know, but South, you know, South Park covered it, so yeah, you can you can catch up later. What? All right. Well, yes, I see your beak. Do, do we have anything else, or should we? Uh, is is it time to to move on? Oh, again. Okay. Well, uh, so WhimsyCon is the, this is the second year. It is a um, Denver area steampunk and costuming convention. I will be there the whole weekend. I'm doing three events. of Writing the Supernatural on uh, Saturday morning. Mega author, author mega autograph reception Saturday evening. And then Sunday, I'm doing a sexy in science fiction. So should be an interesting time. It's a nice small little convention i recommend coming because you can hang out with you it's really a hangout convention where you just you know hang out with everyone so it's always fun okay weren't they getting sued though they can't use the name whimsy con because uh san diego whimsy con sued them no uh slightly different convention there you're thinking okay all right all right hey mad cat what time is it what time is it it is now Ian and Dumbass's masturbation moment brought to you the, by the Dumbass by the Media dumbass Empire. The Amateur Skeptics present Ian's Masturbation Moment brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Dumbass Media Empire bringing you content that touches people while they touch themselves. And it's oh, bigot and bigotry and jackassery of the week. No, that's not what it's supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'm just reading along what oh. it says. Yeah, no, actually, actually. So, uh, this this one is actually brought to us by dumbass. He's going to talk to us about the power of of uh, uh, healing crystal dildos. Yeah, crystal dildos. <laughs> so, so yes. Healing crystal dildos are here to make your vagina a magical place, goes the headline. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, yes. These are dildos um, made out of crystal, basically. Uh, a company calling itself Chack Rubs. <laughs> Pause for laughter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's move on. Yes. Chack Rubs calling itself uh, the original crystal sex toy company. It's got a number of uh, dildos made from different precious minerals like rose quartz and pure amethyst, each said to provide their own kind of healing properties. And porous. Hmm. And porous. Uh, I don't know which which rocks are considered more porous than others, but you're bringing up uh, the whole thing about uh, Gwyneth Paltrow and uh, vaginal jade eggs, which is interesting because I went and looked up Vaginal jade eggs? Well, I looked up Chakrams, went to their shop, and they have a session there called Yoni Eggs. Yoni Eggs? And they have Yoni Eggs. Okay. Um, If some of you have been paying attention, uh, Yoni is kind of a a new age way of talking about the vaginal area. Yeah, I get it. (laughs) Um, Does that have anything to do with Onis? You mean the uh, Japanese Japanese demons? demons? Yeah. I'm I don't think uh, so. I'm sure the yoni eggs will uh, cleanse you of them. Oh man! I or or are you going to end up with a vagina ghost? <laughs> that could be a little fun. Well, don't worry. There's yeah, a there's a cure for that. We we covered vagina ghosts. We we know there's a cure. So, so yeah, the, uh, I, like, I remember. That's the, all I'm saying. 
uh, during the Gwyneth Paltrow thing, um, we talked about the doctor coming down and saying that Jade is a porous stone and therefore it could um, harbor uh, harmful bacteria. Um, and uh, and the practice, I believe, uh, you're supposed to leave the egg in there for a little while, uh, maybe do cantric exercises or something. I don't know. I'm looking on chakrubs here, and it doesn't give any actual uh, instruction for how long to keep it in there or anything. I'm not sure if uh, using a, a dildo for just a short period uh, once in a while would uh, build up bacteria I as much or as probably. much of a danger. Yeah, I mean, it, here's the thing: is that these are stones that you could put into bleach. So you, so, but I think the issue with the jade stones is like you were talking about: you leave them there, and so, and so over time they collect bacteria while they're sitting in the in the uh, vagina, right? Where this mm-hmm. isn't going to happen with these. I think if these are sanitized properly between uses, you're probably going to be okay. Any right. any sex toy could, could you know grow bacteria and stuff if it isn't cleaned properly. Yep. Just the same as a cutting board. But here, um, what, but, my, what but my, they are selling yoni eggs here, and it looks like they're intended to be used for the same same purpose uh, kind, yeah. purpose as uh, Gwyneth Paltrow was advocating. Yeah, and I I'm thought sure yonis were oviviparous. Oviviparous. You watched Snake Discovery, didn't you? No, I just knew the word. <laughs> so I'll, I'll read you what it says on the page here. Uh, a regular yoni egg practice can lead to increased awareness of the muscles and abilities of the, the, the vagina while also building strength in the area. It can lead to increased and more powerful orgasms, a higher sex, sex drive, and improved urinary incontinence. Yeah, so this is it's doing the the same thing that a um, that a Kegel ball does, except for it's you know a Kegel ball is you know made with materials that are designed to do this instead instead of being and, a rock. And in in the case of the Kegel ball, it is less trendy. Well, that's true, but it but so, that but that's what the Kegel ball is doing, right? Is is it strengthening those muscles? So as you hold it in, you know you're, you're using those muscles, and and it's supposed to do all the same things. So as what we're seeing here. So it's a matter of, you know, putting a weight in the vagina and holding it in there. I'm thinking that it's uh, just a lower technical way of doing things than that lovely machine we talked about a few months back that you could actually play video games with. Well, but, <laughs> well, OK, but that was a that was an actual, you know, like sex toy, once again, made out of proper materials, where if you buy this amethyst egg, Right, it's not made of the proper materials. It's seventy five dollars. A kegel weight, uh, yeah, a kegel weight probably costs you fifteen, and and, and will probably do this, and, and probably better because it's less likely to harm you. But what well, makes the magic look like things you use for underarm deodorant? Oh yeah, the the crystals that you use for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I don't know. Those seem to work. Well, I, I guess my concern is that most of these most of these minerals are are flawed. They have flaws within them. Right. They have inclusions and have a tendency to possibly fracture. Yeah, I guess that could happen, right? I mean, and become dangerous in that matter. If there's a broken side of you, you could get particulates. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not designed for this. Yeah. But what makes the, what makes the vagina magical when you use these things? What, what's happening, according well, to that? They've, they've got a book here. I guess that'll explain it. Oh, uh, you can buy it for book. like... And they're, and they're selling signed copies on their store here. It's called Crystal Healing and Sacred Pleasure. Oh, God. Really? Awaken your sensual energy using crystals and healing rituals one chakra at a time. 
And Brian, vaginas yes. are always a magical thing. Well, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. But I, but I don't think you need to stick, you know, crystals in to make them more magical. True. I'll actually, uh, actually, I'm not sure if it's now. I, I'm not sure if it's vaginas that are magical because apparently, according to uh, what I just read, there is uh, an energy field called the rack that. Uh, <laughs> is formed by all, all breasts, wherever they are, uh, <laughs> wherever they exist. And, uh, it, it, it penetrates us, it binds us and, uh, it holds the galaxy together. Listen, the, the magic of, of both of those don't detract from each, from either one. They're both magical. <laughs> now, uh, the, the, the article, uh, that, uh, led us to this, um, uh, points out that, uh, with the, these, uh, crystal dildos look basically like interesting centerpieces that you could just leave about and don't don't have to worry about people looking at them yeah except for looking at looking at them i would you wouldn't want to use that because there's no there's no end to stop it from going completely in right there's no stop on it that's a problem i see and you could potentially get uh i imagine the surface is going to get a little bit slippery yeah it's so it's a i I don't. I I think just because of their shape, you shouldn't be using this thing. Some of them. Some uh, of them I know. Do. Um. Uh. I, I've seen. I've seen vibrators before. They don't have much of a stop at the end. Just kind of a kind of a little. Um. Uh, I guess it would be rougher than the other because it's, it's the area like that you screw off to put in the batteries. Yeah. I mean, but okay. but uh, I suppose that there's no but there's no actual stop there to prevent it from going in if if you were that deep. Yeah. I don't know. I. I, that would concern me. I mean, pro- most of mo- I th- most of the time, well, the proper sex toys. Guys, are, you know, in, in this case, I'm thinking we probably don't know enough about the um what we're talking about here to be able to really make a good judgment. Right. So let's <laughs> ask somebody who does. Mad Cat. <laughs> yeah. Let, let's ask Mad Cat about her experience with uh, dildos. <laughs> I all all we can say is basically I fell on it. And and, and Mad Cat, <laughs> Mad Cat, I want you to remember oh. that your cousin is asking. <laughs> This is the same person who decided when we visited to take us snoring and then put it on a forum that we went to all the time. Yeah. So I'm not surprised that most of what my cousin does, even if it deals with cows. <laughs> I don't know. Am I wrong, Mad Cat? About 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 the about you know the about it having some sort of. Maybe that's only for anus. Maybe you just don't want to put it in your ass. Maybe it's okay in the vagina. I I don't think you'd want it either way. I mean, if it's breakable, it. you don't want it. Okay, there we go. I think our professional opinion here is don't use these. Yeah. <laughs> don't use them if it's going to break. Well, we don't know if they're going to break or not. I don't know. That, uh, that, that might only You just look at it and see if it has, yeah. you know, splits in it that... It would not be a good anal toy, for sure, because it doesn't have that stop, right? Maybe, maybe the vagina is not an issue. Well, the muscle tension is a little bit different, so not quite sure. But yeah, you might get it stuck up there a lot easier with the anus. By the way, Brian, that uh, reference to the rack—that is courtesy of Jim Butcher. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm reading his current book of short stories called Briefcases. Hey, they're having an event that you can go to for thirty dollars, starting at seven thirty. But I don't know where it is, and I don't know <laughs> what day. It just says se- it just says time seven thirty event ticket what the hell i wouldn't if, if somebody wants to pay the pay the 30 bucks i'll go <laughs> oh of course i don't know where it is i don't where, where the heck is this it's kind of hard to get to it if you don't know where it is yeah I don't, I don't know where the shop is but then again you're near something called a computer what's that <laughs> all right should, I, should we move on to the yeah, next thing yeah please let's let's do 
Uh, actually, before we leave, uh, before we leave the uh, masturbation segment, I actually have something interesting to discuss on this, and that's the first time. Okay. So I have uh, I've noticed, um, you know, when I go to Pornhub, one of the things that I see a lot of is advertisements that say, "Before you jerk off, try this place instead." So in essence. They're kind of masturbation shaming. That's true. I I don't see ads when I go to Pornhub because I block them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say before, because you have premium. <laughs> right, exactly, yeah, right. No, I don't have premium. I block them. What are you talking about? But I, I find it interesting, though, that a site that essentially is trying to draw people in for that purpose is actually shaming people that – they're drawing in, so yeah, I agree. That's, I just, I, I just noticed this, and I thought, you know, this seems like a little bit of a uh, little bit of uh, mixed message. You know, um, yeah. uh, it could be that Pornhub doesn't know about this because basically, it, it is kind of uh, trying to steal their customers. Be like, uh, they did something in. Hey, hey, don't look at Pornhub. Come to us instead. Well, yeah, but I mean, they're pay- they're being paid to put these advertisements up. So they, they they have to have some sort of control over their content. Do they look no, at they don't. Content? No, that, that's not true. The, the, a lot of times, yeah, they don't have um, control over third-party advertising content. That And that's why it's so easy to block is because it's third-party. Okay. I just just an observation is all. Yeah, so I'd have to turn off my blocker. If I turn off my blocker, what, what, what ad will I see? And, of course, I also do DNS blocking, so I might not see anything. Well, I also usually see them when I'm on my when I'm on my tablet when I try to pull up pull up any kind of advertisement like that as an example on the computer then i didn't find anything this time so but so. it also depends on your browsing history doesn't it it, it also might, might depend yeah, on the might. platform so here's yeah. the thing is that there is a program called uBlock origin you put this on your browser and block this crap not just for porn not not just for pornhub right and and it may it'll it'll speed up your browsing because you because you don't get a lot of these crappy ads right that are, that are evasive and, and just in the way and take forever to load. So it speeds up your browsing, and you don't see that crap. So U-Block Origins. Okay. U-Block Origins. Yes. Okay. Everybody should be using this. Maybe we, sh- we should be saying to U-Block that we are helping them out here. We are, <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing. It does seem strange that, uh, that it takes so long to load up these uh, when they're just like either static images or they're... It's a few static images that uh, flip between each other. It will be much quicker if you use uBlock Origins. Cause it, no, cause I it, agree. Because there's a lot of crap in the background that isn't going to load. I mean, if if you and how much are they paying you? Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, he's not. He's not hey, paying me. Anything. You know, we are we are uh, we are guaranteed to be impartial because we won't accept money from anybody. You know, to to shill their product. But, also, nobody's paid us for that. <laughs> That's true. I will accept money to shield products. Yeah, I was going to say, wait a minute. Oh, if they won't give me money, I will gladly. Yeah, but it's easy to say you're. It's easy to say that you're. It's easy to say you can't be bought if nobody's buying. <laughs> right, oh, no, but no. but I, if somebody I, wants to, I'm available to be bought. <laughs> Show so up with selling. money and we'll talk. And now let's take a second to talk about Wrigley's gum. <laughs> <laughs> Ah. So, Mad Cat, why don't you tell us about the <laughs> fashion trends of the extra spiffy dogs out there? Woohoo! Ah, the grooming fashion sense. Mm-hmm. Um, this was actually start. Uh, it was on Facebook, 
And uh, my sister pointed it out to me, so I just had to add it for our viewer, our listeners' amusement. Uh, there was a Facebook groomery foolery, they call it, as a groomer humor page made by groomers for groomers. A person put a photo of an intact male dog with glittery blue testicles. Now, she had done this as a joke. And where does it say? She breeds and shows fully health-tested standard poodles. So, of course, they're intact. So uh, there was a joke at the uh, expo, uh, pet expo, because some people had been teasing her for having intact dogs. And someone made a joke that they should start glittering the dog's balls to make them even more noticeable. So she thought a pet expo would be a great way to test this. So she has this poodle, and what she did was glitter him up. She used, uh, let me see. She used corn syrup and baking corn and, syrup and, and, and cake glitter. Cake glitter, yeah. yeah. Corn syrup and cake glitter so that it was not hurtful to the dog. And if the dog licked it off, well. Unless he's a diabetic. Well, unless he's a diabetic. If he's a diabetic dog, that's I, I believe the correct I would term. assume that she would know what her dog if her dog is diabetic or not. The, because the correct term is dogabetic. <laughs> is it dogabetic? Dogabetic. And if, if your dog is dogabetic, you need to give them petformin. Right. So my cat is a catabetic. Okay. So, Didn't work quite as well, but you can still so, get petformin. <laughs> but as it is, she took this picture. She put it up on. Facebook and it went viral and people were starting to say that it was a new trend and she's saying no 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 it was just a joke and everyone else has just blown it way out of proportion she, and I she doesn't get to decide if it's a new trend that's the thing here she does not she doesn't get to decide that if other people start doing it and it becomes a trend the, then she it's started this trend. It's her fault. Yeah, but they were trying. They were blaming her for it being a trend, well, saying that she tried yeah. to make it a, make that she was glittering her dog's balls up with stuff that could be toxic. Blah 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 blah. Well, it's not toxic. But here's the thing: is that she may have very well started a trend. It may have been inadvertent. But to say she but didn't she start did. it is wrong. She did start it. Right. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> so from there. We have people who are saying, please don't put glitter on your dog's testicles. And then you also have veterinarians who are warning that this is a bad idea because the dogs can lick off whatever you put on there, etc., etc., etc. And it is a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It was Unless you get cake glitter. I mean, it, it's probably it's not going to hurt them, right? But you actually you don't actually want them like if they if they discover it's sweet, they might actually sit around. There are I mean, they're already likely to lick their balls, right? You don't want to encourage it, do you? Maybe you do. No. I, I take that back. Let's encourage well. it. So I want to talk about something here that y'all haven't mentioned regarding the subject. Do they have nudicles? Cats. Okay. What about cats? <laughs> what do cats do to Christmas trees? Scratch the crap out of them. Mm, they bat the ornaments off. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so keep your doggy away from the kitty cat, or a kitty oh cat my might God. try climbing. <laughs> you know, I'm not worried about I'm not worried about the glitter balls necessarily affecting the emotional health of the poodle because I think we all know that 
using the, the term emotionally healthy poodle is an oxymoron. You and know? these are standards, so they're a little bit more healthy on that. But yeah, sorry. still an still an oxymoron. <laughs> okay, so well, oh, well I think this there's is this funny. One part at the <laughs> end here that says that uh, she would never put her dog in harm. Where the hell did go? Yeah, she um, she was just defending that she didn't wasn't doing anything hard that she, that she felt was harmful, and I think she's she's right. I mean, it's not likely to hurt the dog. No, but there was this reference <laughs> Unless that there's pe- a cat she was saying to people um, not to do it. Uh, there's a lot of people who are saying that this is a great idea, uh, this is a horrible idea, blah blah blah. But then there's other people who are saying it's a great idea, and this one person sent a message saying, "Well." I don't want this for a dog, but could I use it? Uh, could I tell my friend about it? I think a friend needs it, or something like that. <laughs> this is this is the truck nuts of the grooming community, right here. Yeah, truck nuts. Yep. I don't want it for my dog, but I want it for my friend. Uh, yeah, that goes to a weird level. That uh, <laughs> you know, this 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 smacks an awful lot of Christmas decorating your beard. <laughs> oh, which uh, I, I have not and will not ever do. I have a coworker who does, who, has, who has lights for his beard. Okay. Yeah. How how are they? How do they look? They, they're they're fine. He's got he's got a magnificent beard. Okay. But here's the thing. Here's the bottom line, Mad Cat. What I want to know is it okay for for Ian and Lorelai to continue to participate in this practice? <laughs> <laughs> they are consenting adults. Uh, yeah. Don't give her ideas. Uh, sure. I. Let's talk to Lorelai about this, because I think we can make it happen. Lorelai, hey, come here. We want to talk to you. Lorelai, I'm calling for you. Oh, jeez. Yes. <laughs> this should be interesting. Yeah, I should. <laughs> okay, Lorelai? Hi there. Hi. Is it okay if you use glitter to glitter up his balls? Cake glitter, click glitter on Ian's Cake balls, glitter right? Glitter for his balls. Yeah, yeah. We, we don't want we we don't want Ian licking it off. Yeah, <laughs> we don't want him licking it. Wait a minute. I, I think it'll be pretty pretty neat. Yeah, oh, I'd, see? I'd, I'd see that. I knew it. Okay, so you find it very encouraging. I would. Yeah. There we oh, go. Okay. Right. We'll send the supplies. These good ideas here. Enjoy. <laughs> Thanks. There you go. We've helped you. Yeah. Hey, 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 Ian. Yo. Th- that went kind of how I suspected it would. Yeah, <laughs> I would tell you not going to find cake glitter and um, see what she can do. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a good idea. It's not toxic, so hey, enjoy. <laughs> yeah, this is much different from the first time I was on this. Uh, <laughs> all right, <laughs> but so so, but yeah, so this is under what the fuck? So well, I mean, it is kind of a, it, it's kind of fun. It is funny. That's that's why I had to put it in there because it's. Uh, Oddly enough, if you guys asked for pictures, I'm sure Lorelai would be more than willing to <laughs> supply you with them. Are we allowed to put it up on, oh, on, the, <sighs> All on right. the website? <laughs> I don't I don't know about our website for that. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. It's not really I mean, no. Really hey, but not this, safe for work. The next one here isn't funny. The next one is actually a really what the fuck moment. Nike Air Max shoes logo called offensive to Muslims for Allah-like design. What? Okay. Yeah, I think uh, it's pure coincidence myself. But I think it's—I don't think it's coincidence, but I do think it's pareidolia. Okay, what's going on here, dumbass? Well, um, yeah, uh, 
Nike came up uh, with these uh, shoes and they made the uh, logo for them. And a part of the logo looked was what uh, looked like um, X, uh, no, a, a V. There, there's an X in there, but it's the part that we're concerned about is well, no, the middle part it, where it looks like VWI, which uh, is kind of what the word for Allah in Arabic looks like. It looks kind of like a VWI. Yeah. So, in, yeah, it looks like. I mean, but that's not Cyrillic that that's written in there, there, right? Isn't it? I mean, what what is it supposed to be on the bottom? It, it it's supposed to say Air Max. Right. That's it, what I thought. Which means it's it upside over, down. Oh, yeah. They turned it upside down on top of that to, to make this even worse. Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah, look at it's, that. They're going out of know, their way to make it offensive. If you, if you not, really want them, if you really want to look at it and say it looks like the Arabic script. It does. Um, you can you can look at it and see it. But it's Arabic script by somebody who's got very poor handwriting. Right. But if you turn this the proper way, it's just going to say Air Max. In an odd scriptic way. Okay, sure. But part of the problem it's is. a stylized script. Yeah. Yeah. It's a logo. Yeah. So basically they're expecting it to be like Space Jam, the movie. I, well, uh, okay. I, I'm not, I, I don't know. But here's the, the, the I, it, they're going out of their way. To call this offensive, right? If they yeah, turn it the um, other way, it's not. The person who made the petition is named uh, Saikwa Noreen. I uh, hope I uh, pronounced that correctly. Um, he said, it's outrageous and appalling of Nike to allow the name of God on a shoe. This is disrespectful and extremely offensive to Muslims and insulting to Islam. Islam teaches compassion, kindness, and fairness towards all. Well then, yeah. Well, then he's going to have to start doing it himself by actually looking at things. Here, look. If you go down about two thirds of the way, that they have a shoe and they have one next to it. If you look at that the way that you're supposed to, it just says Air Max, right? If you wrote yeah. it the way that Nike wrote it, it says Air Max, the way that they intended it to go. The, to to say that they went out of the, I mean, they're basically saying Nike went out of their way to put all on a shoe. They didn't. They put Air Max on a shoe. <laughs> They just yeah. turned it the wrong way. Right. Well, uh, I'm looking at the petition, and there's 32,489 signatures uh, that are trying to get to 35,000. Okay. So, so apparently, what? What happens if they get to 35,000? Nothing. I don't. I. I don't. I don't care what happens when they get to 35,000. What and I was checking on was to see how many people uh, signed. England? Yeah. I wanted to see how so, many signed. So anyway, this actually isn't the first time a, a, a Nike shoe logo has been accused of uh, having the word Allah on it. Uh, back in 1997, there was uh, another shoe um, called the Air Bacon, uh, B-A-K-I-N, B-A-K-I-N, not B-A-C-O-N. I don't know. I think Air Bacon might be more offensive to Muslims. <laughs> 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 that make dogs take but, away your shoes a lot more. Here's the thing. Um, I, I can, I can, looking, looking at the, the logo on these shoes, I can see that they definitely look more Arabic, but I think it looks a lot less like the Arabic word for Allah. Well, here's the thing is that when you look at this, when you look at it and it says Air Max, it does not look like Cyrillic. It's only when you turn it upside down does it look well, Cyrillic. Well, no, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Um, Cyrillic refers to Russian script. Oh, is that Russian? Russian. Yeah, Cyrillic is, is Cyrillic is Russian. Cyrillic is right. So, so what? What is the? What is um? Uh, what is Arabic? I think it's just. I think it's just Arabic script. Is I it don't just know. Arabic? I thought it's Cyrillic. Okay. Okay. Well, but my I bad. Know that it's Sorry. not Cyrillic. Okay. Anyway, it it, it looks like Nike. It, 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 I'm sorry. It's ridiculous. Yeah. No. I, 
I agree. But have, here's have you the looked thing. at the other shoes? Um, I didn't look at where are they? Are these the ones down here at the bottom? The air is that the I put in a uh, yeah, picture of logo from Tim McCart controversy in 1997. Not seeing that one. Here, let me just okay. So that I, I can see that it's intended to be flames, but it does look a little bit more like Arabic script, yeah. But I think it looks a lot less like uh, the word for Allah. I think maybe if you interpret uh, two lines as being joined that, that aren't joined, maybe a little bit, but it's lacking that part at the end that looks like an I. Yeah, but what it is intended to, to say is apparently air. A-I-M-I. Yeah, that's what they're getting it. They turn it upside down, and, and it's the, you know, the same thing on this other shoe. Yeah. Oh, I see what. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's supposed to read air and look like air yeah. as if it were in flames. Right, so the A-I-R, but the R goes into the Eb, mm-hmm. and then Max. So the at that R-M-M time, they, they apologized. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see, I can't. Uh, the reason is, is because the New York Times says, I need to clear my cash. Yeah, but, uh, you know, you you got to be cynical and wonder if this Air Max thing is a shakedown, because, you know, this they, they did buy, they built playgrounds, they apologized before. Yeah, but we're in an age where... Everyone's looking for offense as it is, so it gets a bit hard to, at times like these, to determine what really is offensive and what isn't. It's so, not everybody's or if looking it's for just offense. Their team. way of getting enough yeah, people. Not, not, not everybody's looking for offense. Uh, Trump's looking for a wall. Mm. Well, I, I mean, that I guess just breaks open easy. You know what? I can go. Uh, I can go to work and I and I can ask a Muslim what how they how they feel about this, right? Because here's the thing. I mean, I, I'd be I'd be more interested. To hear what what you know somebody I work with has to say about this. So right. to, to make it a to make it a proper blind study, what you've got to do is you've got to buy a pair of those Air Max shoes, and you've got to engage this coworker in conversation, and then you've got to casually cross one foot over the other, making sure that he's seeing it upside down. Listen, I'm qu- I'm lucky enough to work with quite a few Muslims, so so okay. I don't have to ask just one person. All right, well then you can actually do a full study. I guess I could. You can. That's a good mix. Wait. I'm looking forward to seeing your paper on it so we can review it. Yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> hey, peer-reviewed, buddy. <laughs> peer-reviewed. Well, I mean, like you said, like Brian said, I'd like to actually see what a Muslim who I knew would yeah. say. Yeah, I was, I was using Cyrillic. It's Arabic script. You're right. Damn. Okay. Yeah, for Cyrillic, yeah, all you got to do is turn half the letters around. Right, <laughs> but here's the thing: as a as a privileged white male, <laughs> I'm I'm not offended by much, I suppose. So I would have to ask somebody who might actually be offended by something like this. Well, and I know, and I suspect Brian, that they're gonna Brian, you know feel the same way that we do. A few more years, and you'll be offended by those goddamn kids on your lawn. Well, that you know that it's probably already. and Brian, if you were truly a privileged white male, you would be offended by everything in sight. Well, okay, that's true, <laughs> right? I guess it's the other way around. I, I should be offended by everything. I, I yell at kids to get off my lawn. Yes, right. And I don't I, have and a I, lawn. Yeah, but... I'm, I'm most offended by the red, white, and blue of these shoes. I, I don't have a lawn. I just yell at kids to get off it all the time. <laughs> don't you? I have a lawn. We have a lawn now. All right. Let's move along. There it is. Oh, now I've got that frog song, uh, that Muppet song in my okay. head. Right right. Oh, hey, it's me. Here, I got, I got, a, I got a couple of things this uh, this week. Um, they're more fishing stuff. Um, ah, and these fishing. ones, and, yeah. So this one is is actually pretty interesting. So 
Um, there's a, a bank in Chile, uh, Red Bank, um, that's Red B A, so R E D B A N C. Was uh, they, they were they they were hacked, and the way that they're hacked was um, I don't know if it's interesting, but it was it's very it's very telling of the times. So uh, one of their employees was on LinkedIn looking for a job while he was at work. <laughs> good work. Dude. Yeah, good, good work. And he or do he, that. He applied Whichever. for a job on on LinkedIn, and so he they they set up a Skype call, and he did this while he was at work, and he was asked to download um, an application so that he could apply online. So he downloaded the app, he did the app, he applied, and then they had a Skype call, and he did a whole interview with them. Little did he know that what he installed was a backdoor so that they could get into the get into that guy's system and start looking at the network, and they were and they were start looking at the ATM network and everything. Luckily, they caught it fairly quickly and were able to mitigate it before it actually did any harm. Um, there have been some um, some blowback, but you know, they people think that they were not um, uh, upfront with uh, with the public uh, like they should have been, and it so it got leaked, and so that's when people found out. So I don't I don't really know if that's true, but apparently um, they've tracked it back to North Korean hackers. They're saying so it was a North Korean hacker group that did that, but I mean this. This is this is phishing at, at, at its at its finest, if you will. You know, they, they they set up on LinkedIn, right? So they didn't email him. They waited. They waited for them to this guy to come to him. And probably these guys, you know, they, they were taking. You know, it's phishing. So whoever you know, they would have they would have hacked whoever's network had you know had installed that app. It just so happened to yeah. be the bank, right? So they just got lucky. This is this is not merely phishing. This is art. This is fishing with tide flies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, this, yeah, up? yeah. They, they, you know, they, they, knew it, they came to him, and so anyway, so it was a North Korean hacking group that they've tracked this back to. Um, the next one, uh, oh, uh, yeah, government sponsored. Well, North Korean government sponsored is what it's saying. Yeah, but here's the thing: is that I guess I don't know for sure, right? Um, the the people that are saying this, I don't know these. It's it's on ZDNet, but I don't know who's actually saying that it was North Korea. They're saying that the app that they used is linked to that ah, okay. that hacking. Exactly. So it probably is, and it's I think it's very likely. We know that North Korean, you know, I mean, most of these large governments well, seem to be doing it, this kind of is stuff. Is it more? Is it more profitable for them to spend this time running the hack themselves, or do they sell the malware? So it could be anybody who used it. That's true. That that that's a good point. Are they selling them and out? It's a yeah. lot more profitable. You know, if you on this type of an attack where you're basically trolling for somebody who's going to come to you rather than actually targeting somebody, it's a lot more profitable to actually sell the app than to to wait around. You know, the, to to continue the the fishing metaphor. You know, you're going to be you're going to profit a lot more if you're selling the fishing rods than if you're actually sitting out fishing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I I don't know. I, if, either way, it was mitigated and it doesn't sound like there was anything. The next one, this is more of a classic, um, classic one. So basically, what, what's happening here? Uh, so it says new porn scam demands uh, Bitcoin for ransom uh, via email. Identified and protect protect yourself. So what's happening? This one, you, they're sending out these uh, these uh, phishing that say, "Hey, we caught you masturbating in front of your computer, and we're gonna we're gonna release this if you don't pay us money." <laughs> Okay, show me the picture. Yeah, well, I think what what that what might happen is that they might say okay, and they send you they, they send you a link, and, and so you get this admin dot uh, p uh, mp four, 
And as soon as you play that, it installs the backdoor in your system. So, right. so, so they no, get you either way. I know, I know that uh, pictures come with .gif or .jpeg or well, uh, this .png. Is not, or... Right, but this is a video. Wait a minute, is, is a wait, a minute wait a minute. So can you still get this if you're not into backdoor stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Plug it. <laughs> so uh, an MP4 is a video. Right? I've got video yeah. of you masturbating. I'm gonna send. I'm gonna. Ver- I'm gonna send you the video so you can watch it, and then you, and then you're gonna watch the video, and I'm gonna install crap on your computer, and and I might even install crypto ransomware. So I'm gonna lock it up, and so now I've got you locked. Now now I want Bitcoin to unlock your stuff. And I'm just gonna laugh at them because no freaking way they have anything like that of me. <laughs> well, but here's the thing: is that even if they do, just let it go. Who's gonna see it anyway? Por- nobody goes Who's to Pornhub. Yeah, who? Nobody goes to Pornhub and watches this stuff. But yeah, hopefully nobody would care. If, if any girls want to see me masturbating, God bless them. They they can have it. <laughs> um, Send the request. Well, an, over, an overweight guy with psoriasis. If that's your thing, contact <laughs> you, me. And you glitter still balls. Already had your husbands, cuz. <laughs> hey, hey uh, look, the the placement is changing around all the time, and new people can be added in. And here's the other thing: is that if you do send them Bitcoin and tell them, hey, don't, don't, don't. Don't show anybody that um, that movie. Wh- how do you know that they're not going to do it? Right now, now they got your Bitcoin, and they can still release it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's you know, it's it's dumb, but people fall for this stuff every day. But, but this you is know, that's where you fruit. have to send them back a message that says that you have a particular set of skills, <laughs> and that you will find him and you will kill him. So, but here's the thing. <laughs> so the the first one that that I went through was was an elegant fishing you know this one is brute force right this is just whoever happens to fall for it so two different two very different ends of the spectrum on on these on these two scams very different yeah yeah all right i just frozen alligators let's move on yeah this is cool yeah this, this is really cool it's about a north carolina swamp we've got pictures uh, apparently, um, what happens is the alligators can sense when the water is getting close to freezing, and they will poke their snouts up above the water, and it'll freeze around them. And so you can see this ice-covered pond with alligator snouts just sticking out all over the place. They, it, they enter a state called brumation, yes. which uh, is kind of like hibernation, although not quite. They're still um, somewhat awake and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're still awake and moving, I guess. And and it's yeah. and it doesn't last as long. They can't do it for as long. Reptiles and amphibians do it. Yeah, it, it actually makes them, I think, a little more hardy than us warm-blooded creatures in that uh, we wouldn't be able to survive with uh, being in ice-cold water like that for long periods of time. No, we no, we would just die. You're right. Yeah, uh, frogs and turtles do an awful lot. Um, when they're under the water, they can and then there's come those, back. yeah there's those frogs that but freeze solid I'm surprised that this is an alligator which is bigger and how wow there um there's other places in drought um locations where where they'll go into this state when the water dries up and wait for the water to come yeah, back but they're, they're amazingly hardy i mean yeah they've lasted dinosaur long so yeah. <laughs> exactly and then, yeah, and Brian, you put in a link to with some more information about that. Okay, so it was just so this is the this is the same area, but the previous year, the previous year. So this has happened two years in a row. Um, and mine has a couple of videos, and it just shows the snouts in the water. Um, you know, and it ha- and it does have a lot more information. It talks about how 
you know, they could only do this for about a week, and after that, it would the alligators would die. Oh yeah. wow! So People it's can't so come it's up Canada very well yet. Eddie. No, that that's why they. <laughs> I mean, that's why they don't go past where they where they are. That this talks about their their you know where where they are and where they so where they stay. So, but if these alligators would come to Houston, they'll never have this. I mean, it did get really cold down here this week. I mean, it got down to I think fifty degrees. How did you uh, How did you guys make it through? <laughs> I mean, uh, did you uh, did you go out and, and harvest firewood so that you'd uh, or did you uh, encase the entire house in an igloo <laughs> to, to insulate yourself? But do, do you do you, you do you northern people not think that's cold? <laughs> okay, we get down into well out. Here last night it was negative forty seven with the wind chill, <laughs> but that's Fahrenheit. You're going by Celsius, so no, it was Celsius. It was Celsius. Oh yeah, we do the Celsius. So we were negative forty seven with wind chill Ouch. last night. Uh, they actually found someone dead uh, by one of the stadiums in Edmonton here, A homeless person. So yeah, it was nasty. What is negative 47 in uh, Celsius? In I think that's about uh, where the Celsius and Fahrenheit scale meet, right? Isn't that at like negative 46 <laughs> or something? So it's negative 52 Fahrenheit. Wow, that's cold. Yeah, see, yeah, that's pretty damn cold. No, that's what I think is funny. Here I am complaining but, about, I, I'm complaining you know, about 50 degrees Celsius. <laughs> you know, or Fahrenheit, rather, um, Fahrenheit. Uh, apparently, though, you know, you were talking about the alligators, <laughs> the alligators and the fact they can't go any further north because they can't they can't endure the cold for very long. Right, that's but what the article says. Apparently, according to the movie Lake Placid, they can not only go to lakes that are further north, but they can also survive and get really, really huge. Well, there's also, there's Alligator Colorado. Yeah. There's Alligator Gar. Alligator Gar, well, yeah. And, you know, uh, you, you Americans use uh, <laughs> Fahrenheit all the time. Uh, I think you should stop calling those things used to measure temperature thermometers. <laughs> Thermometers? No, you, you, it just doesn't work. It doesn't. No. <laughs> just because you guys ripped off the name meter for your measuring measuring units. Ah, 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 that was a good first. Wait, no, never mind. Lost. Maybe, yeah. maybe thermo 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 readers. No, that's not going to work. Thermo I don't know. You know what? We're Americans. We'll call it what we want. <laughs> I believe the scientific. I believe the uh, the scientific name of the measuring device you're talking about. The actual. I mean, you're talking about the familiar name of thermometer, but the actual scientific name is uh, the "How fucking cold is it?" meter, <laughs> which works for Fahrenheit or Celsius. Up here somewhere that actually calls it. I've become weak since I live in Houston. That's what's happened. Well, why don't we move on to a more yeah. extreme case being frozen? They have recently found uh, unfrozen, uh, uh, unfrozen some nematodes from frozen Arctic ice in uh, Siberian perm permafrost. These are microscopic worms, uh, one of which ha had been frozen in the permafrost for 42,000 years. That's I don't even think a Canadian could survive that. I I think that if you uh, overslept by forty one thousand years, I think the first thing you'd be doing would be uh, having some various serious words with the front desk. 
So yeah, <laughs> uh, this was thought out, brought back to life, squirming around. That's crazy. Um, previously, they've uh, also awoken another organism. It's a, bi- uh, a it was giant a virus. virus. Yeah, and uh, I, th- I guess this was the previous record of thirty thousand years. Now, have the worms launched hmm. themselves into the people's eyes yet and taken possession of them, or are we still waiting to hear a report on that? I, I assume it's happened. Mm. I'm just, I'm just assuming that we're we're facing an alien infestation trouble here. They're gonna melt uh, gonna the thing. Any, That's what's gonna happen. The Stephen thing. King deal. Yeah. yeah, that is, that is amazing that they get that something could be frozen for that long and then come back to. Kind of like Yeah. You know, uh, the the frozen stuff, you guys just need to let it go. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, nematodes are uh, tiny. Typically... <laughs> nematodes are tiny, typically measuring about one millimeter in length. Uh, they are known to possess impressive abilities. Some are found 0.8 miles, 1.3 kilometers below the Earth's surface, deeper than any other multicellular animal. What's that? What's that in inches? <laughs> I thought uh, I thought nematodes were were frog-like organisms that were orange and white striped. Yeah, but but one millimeter, you can possibly see that with your naked eye. Although it would be, you'd have to yeah, strain at small. it. Those ones are the poisonous frogs from uh, Africa or Asia, whatever. I forget. Amazon. There we go. <laughs> that is that is incredible. Mm-hmm. It is so. I am happy to report, though, in terms of the weather, that we're going to have an early spring this year. Oh? Yeah, Punxsutawney Phil predicted that, and he was independently collaborated by uh, another groundhog in New Jersey. Wow. Or no, sorry. Peer-reviewed. Uh, uh, peer he was, yeah, he was peer-reviewed by a groundhog in Staten Island. All right. What, what are we ending on here? Are we ending on Murphy Brown, Captain America, or Marvel 1997? Well, I think 19- that's all connected. That's Oh, those two are. basically all connected. I think we could put that for another one. Okay. uh, Later and maybe put more into how culture is affecting, uh, uh, fiction fantasy is affecting culture. I mean, we've got Star Trek, Star Wars, a whole bunch of things that affect culture. That would actually actually be a nice section because, you know, there's a a Jedi church in England. Yeah, they... uh, when did they come about? That was only about 10, 20 years ago, wasn't it? I actually think they started a long time ago. Well, I, it started as someone just putting that, um, to put it, um, they were a Jedi um, on consensus. And there was, um, no, 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 you can't put that as a religion. So the response was, okay, we'll make it uh, an official thing. Then. All right, well, I think yeah, the, the Jedi Church. Uh, we can go ahead and end it there then. Ian, yep. I am so disappointed that you didn't say in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, I'm good. Right. Say goodnight, everybody. Right. Goodnight, everybody. If you've made it this far, that's an hour of your time. You're never getting back. But the amateur skeptics appreciate you giving that hour to us. If you'd like to tell us how you felt about spending that hour with us, let us know at WTF at AmateurSkeptics.com. The Amateur Skeptics Podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons, share alike, no derivatives, 3.5 license. Intro music by Peter Cannell. Find more of Peter's music at soundcloud.com forward slash P-K-A-N-O-L. Exit music by OFM. Find more of their music at myspace.com forward slash OFMHQ. Artwork for the Amateur Skeptics by Sean Smith Ford. Copyright Shadow Knight Digital Portraiture.